Hi, Emmaus. Welcome back to the Proclaim and Display podcast, where we help you show and tell the gospel to your neighbors and the nations. Back in the studio once again with Jaron and Kennedy. Hi, Kennedy. Hey, Jaron. Hey, what's up? You guys are getting so good at that. Yeah, we're good friends (laughs) now. Really really (laughs) impressive. I'm glad this podcast is bringing you closer. Yes. That's really one of the main goals of of this. Okay, guys, first thing for those that are listening, we're taping this episode ahead of time because of the holidays. So if anything crazy has happened in the world and we don't mention it on the show, it's because we didn't know. Uh, we failed to predict the future, but we did want to get this podcast taped ahead of time so that we could get it out to you the week leading up to the new year. Um, I also couldn't miss the chance to talk about the Emmaus Putt-Putt Challenge coming up on January 2nd. So we had to fit a show in this week for, for that purpose, and we'll get to that in, in just a second. But first, I want to introduce you another Emmaus staff member who plays a huge role in our staff every day of the year, but especially this time as we get to the end of the year, and that's Jonathan Smith. Good introduction. So Jonathan, if you happen to listen to last week's podcast, there's a chance that Jeff Hempel might have thrown you under the bus just a little bit uh, in regard oh, no. in regard to your age. We were talking about <laughs> we were talking about college and young adult ministry, which Emmaus uh, amid the many things that Jonathan does for us, uh, he has been a huge help with young adult ministry, and he's part of that. And we were trying to determine what the top age was for young adult ministry, and I kept saying 18 to 29-year-old bracket, and Jeff said, it's just going to be whatever age Jonathan is. He just <laughs> yeah, keeps pushing I, us up. I so, agree with that. So, yeah. <laughs> so you've made it to 30, is that right? Yep, okay. I am now 30. Okay. Hey, I, I can I can further throw him under the bus and share some stories from student ministry days. If <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. We still remember. <laughs> we'll, we'll save that for another day. Oh, man. Oh, that sounds good. Well, Jonathan, welcome to the podcast. We're glad you're here. So if, if those of you listening don't know Jonathan personally, we hope you get to know him but he is our finance director at Emmaus, and his role goes way beyond finance. He coordinates building usage, so if you ever uh, fill out the form to host a birthday party or some type of event at Emmaus, there's a good chance Jonathan is the one who's processing and coordinating that. He helps us pull off a ton of events at Emmaus, and and this is probably one of my favorite parts, he's just a key part of ministry mm. that we do at Emmaus. And, and Jonathan, I know when you were interviewing for this role that you have a few years ago, one of the things you talked about was how you always felt like God was preparing you to be involved in ministry one day. You just never knew what that would look like. Yeah, I mean, I felt like from pretty young that was a calling. I just, yeah, didn't know what that looked like. So. And it's led to a podcast room. (laughs) So imagine how the Lord works. Uh, We're going to talk in just a minute about year-end giving and just a huge thank you to Emmaus for how you give financially, Emmaus. But before we get to that, I want to introduce Jonathan to you some more. So Jonathan, I know there's a five-hour version of this, but, but give us the short version of God's work in your life, how you came to faith in Christ, some of the work that God's done in your your life, your uh, your heart over the years. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I was fortunate to grow up with parents that loved the Lord, 
And so we were in church every Sunday and Wednesday up at Henderson Hills. We still lived here down in Moore, but we're driving to Edmond at that time. Um, I came to faith when I was seven, actually around this time of year, um, hearing the Christmas story and then that Jesus would eventually die and be resurrected and just, I felt a calling at that point. And so I accepted Christ. Following Christmas Eve year, I was baptized at Henderson Hills. Um, and then we stayed there through my freshman year of high school. Eventually we would come to Emmaus in 2009, which I actually got to met Kennedy and Jaron and Jeff, and which is crazy now thinking that I'm working with those people. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, when I got here, I actually met my wife as well. <laughs> mm. um, and so Shut during up, that Brianna. time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, during that time, we, I just grew exponentially in my faith. And I think a lot of that had to do with, I had actual friends near me that I was going to school with, that I was able to do life with. We weren't driving to Edmond anymore. So that was a really big part of it. Um, probably my senior year was kind of when I felt that calling that maybe I should be doing something in ministry, but I just never, I was never a good talker. I mean, doing this is like a huge step for me as to where, where I am now, because I, a few years ago, I never would have done something like this. Um, but I would eventually went off to college. I got diagnosed with an autoimmune disease in 2012, um, ulcerative colitis, if any of you know what that is. Um, and that kind of was a little bit of a downward spiral for me. Life looked a lot different. I wasn't involved in church very much at that point, just getting out in general, family events, school. I wasn't able to do a whole lot. Um, and school kind of became a difficult thing. It's like, what was I going to be able to do with my life? Was I going to be able to have a job? Um, and then in 2015, things kind of got a little bit worse. Uh, my dad actually passed away. Um, and then a year later in 2016, I had to drop out of school. Um, I got with my autoimmune stuff, I got really sick, had to have my colon removed and had about six surgeries to, over the course of the next year. Um, and then I, during that time, I just was praying a lot as to like, what, what was God going to do with my life? Where, where was I supposed to go? What was I supposed to do? I mean, at that point, I really didn't know if being able to work was going to be something that I was going to be able to do. Um, and then for some strange reason, I felt like accounting was where I was supposed to go. That's what my wife was doing and what my brother was doing. Um, and so I just took kind of a leap of faith of, I don't know what this even looks like. It's not something that I would have thought I'd be doing, but I went with it. Um, and actually my first semester in, I get a call from Jim Lee Hugh asking if I would be interested in a job because Ann Darling was retiring. And so once she, or once that all happened, I ended up interviewing and was able to get the job. Um, and that's kind of when everything kind of came full circle as to, I had my opportunity to do something in ministry. I didn't know what that was gonna look like. And I feel like it's still always changing and evolving now as to, as to what I'm doing. But I, when that moment happened, being able to see all the work that Christ had done in my life and what God was working towards during times that I just wasn't in a good place, God was still always working. 
Um, and so now I've been on staff for five years and have been working with all these lovely people for a while now. Um, and now we're involved in Young Married Group. And so that's kind of where I am now. Yeah, I have a feeling uh, by the time it's all said and done, our favorite part of doing this podcast will be hearing mm-hmm. people's stories mm-hmm. at Emmaus. How God works in ways that go beyond anything we could ever imagine or plan. And so we want to use this podcast, obviously, to get information out to you, Emmaus, and, you know, to uh, to do some training about sharing our faith. But I really think the thing that God's going to do is just allow us to share stories with one another. And, and Jonathan, I, I will never get tired of hearing your story of, mm-hmm. of God's grace and faithfulness in your life and, and the impact that it has on us. And so I, I'm so thankful for you to be able be able to share that. Uh, Jonathan's job really never slows down. If you were actual an actual accountant, you might actually have some some downtime. But <laughs> now, that you're doing, now that you're doing church accounting and you've got thrown into your role, uh, there's really no downtime. But especially one of your busy times is the end of the year because you're trying yeah. to close the books on the fiscal year. And Emmaus, we are very thankful for your end of the year giving. So Jonathan always makes sure that he's in the office at the very end of the end of the year. The dates are a little strange this year, Jonathan. So obviously January 1st is Sunday, so you back up. That's a Saturday. When are you planning on being in the office this week for year in giving? What's what's the game plan? Are you going to be here on Friday the 30th? Yep. So the last day that you will be able to give in person at the church is going to be there on the 30th. Um, and then if you give anything on the 1st, that's going to go towards your 2023 giving. If you're going to send in any sort of check in the mail, you need to do that by the 31st. So just have that post postmark by the 31st, and that all goes towards your 2022 giving. Perfect. So that leads into, I just wanted you to have a chance to, obviously we say thank you to Emmaus for the incredible generosity of, of this church, but since you're the one that processes all these gifts that, that come in from our church family and tithes and offerings, talk about the best ways to give, uh, some lessons you've learned along the way, keys for people. Maybe there are people listening who, who haven't given financially as part of Emmaus, but, but they know they want to and they plan to. Uh, talk us through giving just for a second at Emmaus. Yeah, and first I do want to thank the church. You guys, we have a very generous church, and we are very lucky to have all you guys. We've been able, it helps all of our ministries, and I know even, I mean, Kennedy can probably speak to this as to what we're able to do with all the gifts that are given, especially outside of our community. So I want to say thank you for that. Um, A couple of the things that I would bring up if you're not aware of kind of ways that you can give here at the church. So we've got two options that you can give online. You can give through the Emmaus app or you can give through your My Emmaus page. Now, both of those are going to require you to have some sort of account set up with the church. Um, If you don't know how to do that, please reach out and we can get you set up for that. Um, I think the website that would get them to the links for those two options you're talking about is EmmausOKC.org slash give. Yes. Does that sound right? Okay. Yes. So EmmausOKC.org slash give, and then that will lead you to either the app or giving through your My, My Emmaus page yes. yep. and having the account. So keep going with what you were saying on that. Yeah. So the one thing I would say to keep in mind when you're giving online, so it's going to be a little bit more limited than if you're giving by check or by cash in that there's only going to be certain categories that you're able to give. So that's going to be your general giving, your local missions, your global missions, and then our building fund. 
Um, so the other thing, I've had a couple questions asked about this. When you do give online, I know for sure this happens on the Mayus app. There is a button at the end that you can actually pay for your fees that are involved with your giving. So we have to pay a little bit of a fee um, with our online giving, but we knew that going in. And so you are not expected to do that. But if you feel led to, you are welcome to do that. Um, the other options we're going to have, you can give by cash and check while you're here. You can drop those in the black boxes. Now that option is going to allow you to, when you fill out your envelope, you can give to a couple different other categories. So if you're wanting to give to Lottie Moon or Disaster Relief, you can do that there. So the other one is going to be bill pay. I don't know how many people are familiar with this, but this is something you can go to your bank and you can talk to them and they can set out, set up a check that will go out either monthly, weekly, however you're wanting to set that up and that will come directly out of your account. So you can do that reoccurring or just as a one day, one day gift. So perfect. Yeah. And, and when he mentions the black boxes, many of you have seen as you exit the worship center at Emmaus, there are boxes on the, on the wall to your right as you exit each of the doors in the worship center. And then we have a few other boxes scattered around, but yeah. you can put your envelope in there. If you have a prayer request, if you have a guest card, anything like that, those can those can go into those boxes. We have not restarted passing the offering plates. Uh, <laughs> worship pastor sitting across the table from me. We've talked about, <laughs> do we ever go back to offering plates? I, I would have never imagined a day in which we did not have offering plates, but we've reached that because of COVID. And then we just never reinserted it. So we've kicked around the idea that maybe maybe one day the offering plates would return. But until then, or if they never return, giving online, giving your envelope on, on Sunday morning or whenever you come in those boxes, those are, those are great opportunities. Yeah. And, and if you do have any questions about giving, we want to be as, as open as we can with you. And we obviously will be as open uh, with you as we, we can and, and just walk you through that process. And so we know when you give to a, a church, there's a, it's an act of trust and faith and we wanna be good stewards of, of what we have. So Jonathan's wrapping up this fiscal year. Early in 2023, we'll report to the church about how we finished the year and, and what God has for us has for us moving ahead. So speaking of the new year, Jaron. Yes. January 1st. Yes. Is a Sunday. It is. I expect you to go to bed early the night before. We're old, so we will probably not make it to, uh, we won't make it to midnight, most likely. Uh, yeah, uh, most likely. Yeah. yeah, so what's the game plan for New Year's Day morning to start off the year by, by being a part of the church? What does yeah, that look like? Definitely. Um, if I could pause, I, I do want to get into these details, but I, I can't not make mention of this story of Jonathan. <laughs> oh, I'm oh, please do. We have plenty oh, of time. Please do, Jaren. We need to I, hear this. Obviously, you The worst part is, I don't know what story you're going <laughs> to yeah. share. Are you really nervous? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's good. It's good. Uh, so, obviously, you're working with people. There's lots of wild stories that happen. Jonathan is probably a couple times in my top five. So, I'll just mention one of them. Uh, so, Jonathan and David family are coming to Emmaus. Uh, Jeff Hemphill, our guest last podcast, was student intern at Emmaus, and so he and I were trying to connect with these young lads. They like to golf, and so I think we went to, is it John Conrad? Yep. And uh, there's lots of trees at John Conrad, lots of oak trees, and lots of squirrels, and uh, I've heard of flying squirrels. I've just never seen one. Uh, I think, it, Jonathan, you had like a bag of salted peanuts or something and wanted to 
you know, connect with the wildlife there. And <laughs> I think we were uh, on the putting green, or had we turned the nine yet? I don't recall. And, and this was before we even started. Yeah, was, before okay. we started nine. Jonathan, me and Jeff are sitting here watching this going, oh my goodness, look at this. Holy cow. He got some peanuts from his little bag and knelt down to get on the squirrel's level and held out a handful of nuts <laughs> and the squirrel starts approaching Jonathan and we're like wow this is really awesome and uh instead of biting the nuts he bit Jonathan's <laughs> finger oh, no. so his reaction is to pull back the the squirrel had just enough grip on that finger that it no lie sent the squirrel straight up in the air I promise you 30 or 40 feet and it's just flipping and doing all these things and it landed on all fours and just scurried off it was amazing I don't think you finished the 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 game that day you had to go get a rabies shot or something oh, yeah <laughs> yeah my mom was really excited when I had to make that phone call <laughs> oh my gosh it was that was so oh, that's that was so a, good a great story all right, so back on New Year's Day. And we'll actually get to golf in a second as well. <laughs> yes. So we're going to make it right. to golf it as well. Yeah. Sorry it. for that little distraction. Oh, that was so, worth yeah, it. Uh, come on Sunday, January 1st. We're going to have lots of caffeine ready for you to consume. So, we're going to be handing out Red Bulls and Monsters and coffee, minus the Red Bulls and Monsters. And so, yes, come thank and you. Hang I was like, oh, I'm not aware of this. <laughs> Y'all thought we got really big there. Maybe we could have sponsorships on the podcast. <laughs> so, Sponsored by so. Red Bull. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, we will still plan on having our 1045 service AM there, uh, Sunday morning, January 1. Uh, instead of our regular Sunday school classes and groups, we do want to invite you to the worship center at 915. And uh, we're just going to spend some time praying together, read some scriptures, uh, sing some hymns. I know Owen's going to be sharing a brief devotion that's going to set us up well for his sermon in the worship center that will be happening at 1045. So come. It'll be a little bit different. If you're one of the ones that got to sleep early the night before, you should come and hang out. Or just come red-eyed and we'll give you some caffeine and have some fun together. Um, also in the lobby, uh, we're going to have several tables set up for you to sign up for various ministry opportunities that are coming up in 2023. So please join us on Sunday, January 1st. We're, we're, we're still going to have a good time together. Yeah, so that's the plan for New Year's Day. And then the next day, Monday, I know some of you will have to go back to work on January 2nd, but I know also a lot of people are still off work or out of school that day. And that is our yearly Emmaus Putt-Putt Challenge. So several years ago, as a staff, we started playing putt-putt in the hallways before staff meetings or other times, and so it became a tradition, and we even put a video out a few times on Facebook, and people loved, loved seeing those. And Jonathan has won a lot of those putt-putt challenges, way, way more, way more than the rest of us. So we, we're pretty sure he practices in the hallways when we're not, when we're not watching. But check the cameras. Yeah, check the cameras on that one. So what we decided a few years ago is that we would design putt-putt holes in the hallways of the buildings uh, B and C, so that that brick children's building and then the the gym area in the back, the metal building. So. January 2nd, anytime between 11 a.m. and 7 p.m., come up here and bring your neighbors, bring your friends, come up here and just play putt-putt through, through the hallways. We're going to design different, different golf holes. Each staff member designs a hole. Kennedy, lots of pressure on you because you're following your dad in this. So uh, the, the Jim Leehue putt-putt holes that were designed, now you get a follow-up on that. So uh, so no pressure. But we would love for you, Emmaus, to come and be a part of that. It's a great, easy way to invite someone just to come up to the church, spend time together that day. So we hope you'll, hope you'll take advantage of that. 
Kennedy, have you planned your golf hole yet? Um, no. No, no. that's okay. Uh, well, big shoes to fill. Big <laughs> shoes to fill. You, you've got this. Hi, well, Jim. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hi, Jim. We know you're out there. Uh, <laughs> Listen as you drive around, do doing what God's called you to do. We're thankful for you, brother. Um, Emmaus, thank you again for giving us 20 minutes this week just to talk to you about God's work in our church family. And uh, hope you're so encouraged by by Jonathan's story. Thank you for how you give and, and all the things you do. We know a lot of that giving, um, we're thankful for this, goes directly to missions work. And we, we say hi to Jim, and we're so thankful for him. And we are so thankful that you're here, Kennedy, and mm-hmm. how God's working through that. We know that that missions giving you feel the weight of that and you're excited about being able to use that for ministry. So Kennedy, would you, would you pray for us as we, we wrap up today and we'll, we'll close the podcast that way. Yeah. Lord, we just thank you so much for just the work that you've done in Jonathan's life, Lord, how we consistently see that you've been working um, through him and that you've continued to um, just really impact others through his ministry, God. And so I just thank you so much for his story and just um, his family and all that you've done through him, God. Um, Lord, I just thank you also for how our church gives and how they um, understand that, Lord, we know that our gifts and everything that we have belongs to you, Lord. And um, so I just thank you for how you continue to work in our church. As we approach the new year, God, I just pray that we walk into this new year with open hands, just ready for what you have for us, Lord. Um, I think that Jonathan is a great example of that everything we do have is yours, Lord, and that um, whether it be working or going to school or um just anything that we do with family, Lord, we know that um, you're in all of those and we want you to have the glory. Um, And so we just pray that it's a good year just reflecting on you and what you've done. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Have a happy new year, Emmaus. We will see you soon.